quick announcement at the top of the show. Starting next week, we'll be changing our name from the Dicks in the Back Row to Hold My Popcorn. And I just want to give credit where credit is due. And the idea for Hold My Popcorn came from our buddy and superfan, John Anoshack, out in California. So, John, thank you for the help. So, also, if you're already subscribed to the show, you shouldn't have any issues finding us. But for everyone else, starting next week, you will need to search us by typing in Hold My Popcorn. Alrighty, with that said, we hope you guys enjoy Kindergarten Cop, and we'll be back next week with the new title, Hold My Popcorn. Well, you know what would be a good time to discuss that on the podcast? What time is it now, actually? 9.50? Why is, hmm, how did this come to pass? This is, this yeah, is the, how, well, this how is the tough thing. How are we starting 50 minutes late? This is the tough thing. How I'm, we... I'm, I'm two on time Monday, zones the away. Only, the only day that someone in the group can do it. I'm two time zones away, and when you try to get after work drinks with someone in mountain time, when you're dealing with people in eastern time, it's like, I'd have had like 45 minutes. Oh, I haven't seen this guy Excuses, like, seen this excuses guy like are years. like buttholes. Everyone's got them. Tim wanted to lick them all, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I don't just, I don't just want to, Max. I do. <laughs> I take what I want and I get what I want. Give me that butthole. That's what being an American's all about. Yeah. And with that said, right. welcome hey, back Harvey, to over a new episode of the Dicks in the Back Row, where we make fun of the good movies and trash the bad ones. I'm Max Healy out in Nashville, and with us in Boston, we have Tim Begin. How's it hanging, Timmy? Max, I'm doing uh, fantastic. This is the second time in three months that I've uh, we've done a podcast directly after a uh, a Boston sports team has won a, a world championship. I know. Uh, so I'm I'm very very excited. City of Boston is long overdue. It's been almost a hundred days since the last championship. Right. Right. Mm. Well, we also got uh, Mike Preble in Boston. How are you? I'm I'm also very well, mainly due to the same reasons Tim just said. That's I've been riding I've been riding a high all day, a high of peyote and and sweet sweet Robert Kraft dollars shoved into my my G string. I, I saw I saw Mike uh, take the peyote last night at the uh, Super Bowl party we were at, and uh, I I have to say uh, I think it was probably a key component to the Patriots winning. So that's, that's something that Mike needs to keep up. Yep. Hey, man, I'll keep my habit going for you, okay, guys? It's not for me. It's for the Patriots. So. It's for the Patriots. That's what I'll say to, that's what I'll say to my doctor. And uh, also in the, the mountain time zone, we have source, sport, pissy pants, Derek Brady. How you doing, Derek? I'm good. <laughs> I'm real good. Good. All right, well. I hate, I hate to just share a last name with the biggest hack in NFL history. Yeah, who can't fit all these championship rings on one hand. Such a hack. (laughs) Uh, If you try to tell me he won that game last night, you're a a liar. You're a liar, I tell you. It was their defense. The the Patriots' defense won that game. I don't think anyone's going to say that. Similar to Peyton Manning in 2015, I will will admit. Thank you for acknowledging that because I was just about to come back. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, for week four of our Arnold Month, we went back to school. In 1990's Kindergarten Cop, directed by Ivan Retman, and uh, starring the man of our month, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Penelope Ann Miller, Pamela Reed, Richard Tyson, and Joseph Cousins. So, I know uh, you guys have all seen this before, and I think we were talking about it a little bit prior, how you know, kind of surprised this movie actually held up, but um, any initial thoughts before we actually get into it? 
Well, uh, like we were talking about before the podcast, I I was very nervous that this movie was going to completely just ruin all my childhood memories of this. Like going back and watching it at the age of 30 from probably the last time having seen it at like the age of 15. I was very, and you know what? It was fucking great. The yeah, jokes were hilarious. The kids were awesome. Don't take that the wrong way. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll dive into it a little bit later. What do you mean? The kids or the movie? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was going to say good. That didn't land for a hot second. There was like a good like two or three seconds of, of, of you know, dead air. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> I've gone a step too far. <laughs> even even these group of degenerates didn't want to laugh at this joke. It's like, oh boy, <laughs> uh, the peyote's still in my system, I guess. <laughs> Bro, that was out. probably that was the closest you've come to getting a, a groan out of us. I know. You got a, that's why I was pause. I know. That's what I was saying. I was like, uh oh, is this really the one? Is this really the one that's that's broken the camel's back? Mm. <laughs> oh god, only take twenty five episodes. <laughs> okay, so let's get into it. So, movie opens up in yet another mall with a scruffy-looking Arnold following a douchey ponytailed drug kingpin, Cullen Crisp. Great name. And um, also kind of weird to see someone just openly smoking a cigarette in a mall. Yeah, this, this is, the, the to my count, the third movie we've done with Arnold Schwarzenegger in a mall? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we, Malls are big things in the 80s. I think it's just sort of like, it's a cultural difference, you know. It's like kids go they're to the hub. mall. That's where they go. Yeah, they're just hubs of everything, you know. Shopping, Orange Julius's, and crime. <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous amounts of crime. <laughs> yeah, so, um, Crisp, his wife apparently stole $3 million from him and left with their son. So, uh, either this junkie or 90s grunge guy, Danny, couldn't... At, t- at, at first, I couldn't really tell what he was, just besides being fucking dead. Because he tells Crisp <laughs> that... His wife and son are in Oregon, and then uh, Crisp shoots and kills him. Well, before all this happens, Arnold... So we're we're to understand from the get-go that this is the bad guy. This is the antagonist of the movie. This guy in this ponytail and suit combo, which surprisingly looked pretty good. But... um, Looked great. And and I think... You can make the argument that Arnold looked creepier in that opening scene. Just like his shitty beard, his trench coat, and his weird, like... Paul uh, John Lennon sunglasses stalking <laughs> this dude around the fucking mall. Don't you dare make fun of those sunglasses. Those sunglasses were amazing. <laughs> Looks like he's just no. concealing and sh- like a sawed-off shotgun under that trench coat. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. There was also I just there was just a funny part where when he's going down the escalator he runs into that lady and I'm pretty sure she says calls him a shithead. Yes, yes, like she really does. under her breath. <laughs> yep. Because I, I thought I was just, titles. <laughs> I was like, oh my god! I was like, that is hilarious. <laughs> like, what a weird thing to like go. He's like, shoot. He's like, oh, move. And then she's like, shit. <laughs> just like fading into the background. <laughs> oh god. Like, Great. But I would like to, uh, I would like to point out just real quick that, um, you know, back back when uh, the junkie pushed his. Uh, his girlfriend into uh, that refrigerator box. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" They just did a B and E on Preble's house. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, "You can't do that. That's that's someone's home. That's someone. That's Mike Preble's exactly. castle." Well, you know what? I, I go to the movies to escape from reality, so I really didn't like that. Them bringing it home yeah. so close, so close to me. I didn't. I didn't appreciate that. You know what I mean? I don't want to see myself right. up on the screen. You know? Exactly. You know? What it's mean? ridiculous. Preble's just taking notes on the creases of the box. He's like, oh, that's good form. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get one of those. Oh, man, Smearing notes one. out in his own feces. 
Mm, proper commas like oh hold on let me mm. <laughs> 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 mm. <laughs> so uh, Arnold arrives a minute late and sees Danny's girlfriend crying over his dead body so he handcuffs the girl to uh, her dead boyfriend tells her not to go yeah. anywhere so she's the only witness to this murder <laughs> really yeah. fucking dark that's illegal yeah well, that's see, I, that's fucked I, up I, I thought Just that was kind of a premonition because that chick was reminded me a lot of Courtney Love Maybe a little Courtney Love, Kurt Cobain premonition there. Could be. Oh, could be, mm. Paco. I'm just saying. Hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the first to respond to the Kurt Cobain suicide, so it does add up. <laughs> the piece but was it a suicide, Max? Mm. We don't know. We'll never know. <laughs> yeah, so Arnold then arrests Crisp while he's uh, getting manicure with his mom, played by Carol Baker. And again, you have just a bunch of trigger-happy mall cops. God. Yeah. It's fucking jerk. They are the worst in this. And it was funny, too, I had to say, because usually it's just like the one group. But then the other one came in, and I actually started to laugh. Because I was like, oh, this is (laughs) hilarious. It's like, like, what's going on, Chief? It's like a bunch of Barney Fife's running around here. Just like, golly, I don't know what's going on. You do got to love the the Arnold line. It's just delivered so well when like the the last one comes in. (laughs) He goes, I'm a cop, you idiot. (laughs) Yeah, we'll see about that. Yeah, <laughs> that's always like the best one. It's like I'm calling them right now on the old telephone. <laughs> yes. Also, a oh very like '80s, like early '90s trope of like a man, like an effeminate man who like gets you know like manicures and shit. Yep. Uh, yeah. This this movie actually had now that I look back on it, a surprising amount of just ridiculous stereotypes, which I just thought were were amazing. Okay. So uh, you find out that Arnold's been after Crisp for uh, four years. And uh, the junkie girlfriend refuses to ID him in the lineup so that ponytailed fuckface is gonna walk. <laughs> and uh, no. Arnold gives Detective O'Hara shit for not closing on the witness. And then uh, you find out that Arnold doesn't play by the rules when he knocks out a pimp who hits one of his girls, then pulls out a custom Nerf gun-looking shotgun and intimidates the witness Cindy into going to the lineup. Well, I love, I love like the way he displayed his badassness was again pulling a ridiculous looking shotgun and then saying my name's John Kimball and I love my car <laughs> I'm gonna just I'll watch this car for you I'm just gonna stand right here and watch it for you yeah. man I should kick his ass yeah. Quick, yeah. quickly followed by what was quite possibly my favorite line in the movie I'm the party pooper <laughs> oh my god it was great it's a great scene all around. Uh, top I, to bottom. Oh, my God. But the thing I thought was really funny was, like, there's a fairly large shotgun, and, like, where was that on Arnold? Like, I understand you're supposed to be under his trench coat, but, like, he was just walking regular, you know what I mean? Like, oh, mm. let me just walk around. Like, I was like, I wonder what holster looks like when it has to carry an entire shotgun, like, under your coat. cleavage. Yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> see, that's probably what it is, Max. That's what it is. a bunch of shit in there. This makes way more sense now. <laughs> and also, this club looks just like the... Uh, like the set from Wayne's World 2, where they're at yes. the concert. That's yes. what I thought. I was like, did they just steal the same set? <laughs> a, a lot of indoor chain link fences. Yeah, why oh, not? Yeah. I do love, to, I just, I mean, I said this before this podcast started, but I do love the scene where he's on the couch and he sits down and he's like, hi, Cindy. <laughs> like How are you doing? You. Yeah, I like you, Cindy. We're going to be best friends. I thought that was uh, probably one of Arnold's greatest pieces of acting ever in his career. <laughs> Very well done. Yeah. Busting balls. Right. Yeah. 
So uh, Cindy then IDs Chris, but uh, he's not that worried since a witness is a junkie. So there's just my big question answered. And then uh, <laughs> Arnold says maybe they won't believe a junkie, but they'll believe his wife. And then uh, Chris just throws some shade at Arnold saying, well, at least my wife left me for the money. Arnold's wife left because she couldn't stand him. And then Crisp tells Arnold that he has tabs on him and knows where he lives. Creepy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I do love it. And I then we know. get Arthur. Go, go Preble. All right, fine. I was going to say, I really liked this 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 bad guy. I liked him the whole time. I was even, even with the, the great hair and actually dope-ass shirts with, like, amazing patterns on them. But oh, this guy, the was, this guy was, was great the whole time. Like, he had, like, the right the right weirdo factor that I needed. So any moment he was in, I was like, yeah, this makes sense. No, I was just going to say, you know, then we, we get Arthur Blank telling them that they're going deep undercover <laughs> yeah. as substitute teachers. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's all I could think about every time that guy came on the screen. It's like, this is the owner of the Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> That's right. It's just fucking like him. Yeah. So except he doesn't have that evil villain pencil mustache. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> It's going to take him a couple of years, Max, to work on the pencil mustache, but but it's coming. Trust, trust me. Has there ever been a person that looks more like stinky, like old money than the Falcon's owner? <laughs> I know. Also in this movie about a cop going to preschool in Oregon has more character backstory than like 90% of Arnold's other movies because Arnold says that he's from Austria and he comes from a family of cops, which is true since his Nazi dad was uh, the chief of police in his town in Austria. But now, you know, it's time for the real movie because uh, Arnold's boss says that O'Hara, who used to be a teacher, will be going undercover as a kindergarten substitute teacher at the school where Chris' kids uh, is attending. And uh, once they ID the kid and mom, Arnold will come in, give her immunity in exchange for testifying against her ex. And this is all set up by some of the worst police research on the fucking planet. Like, with, <laughs> when they're on the plane and they're pulling out, like, the example photos... And <laughs> they're like, we get this, we get this picture of this kid where they're like three <laughs> months old. He's like eight now, but <laughs> oh god! And then we get like the the side profile of the mom that's all blurry and shit. Some some pretty <laughs> terrible reconnaissance. What does Arnold say? He's like, yeah, that's that's nice. You can see the ear. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> yeah, that was actually pretty funny. Meanwhile, the kid is just like just crow hop in the back of his seat <laughs> the entire time. Yeah. Oh god. That was laugh out loud funny too. When he just grabs and like takes a kid's toy truck, and then O'Hara kind of just like looks at him. And he's like, "What are you doing?" And just like takes it back. <laughs> yeah, Arnold getting mad is just gonna always be good cinema. Just being yeah, like, right? It's like this is what I'm going to do with you. <laughs> like breaks a little pencil. <laughs> breaks a pencil. Oh, and that uh, kid's reaction was top fucking you know. notch. <laughs> that kid acted the hell out of that scene. Oh was, my god, that was great. <laughs> So, um, yeah, they're just doing some of that exposition. And um, meanwhile, O'Hara, who at this point has just been eating everything in sight, she gets food poisoning. So you get a montage of them driving around the state while she just vomits scene after scene. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I put. I said, cut to some of the cheesiest music accompanied oh, by some B-roll of already driving and his partner puking on everything. I, I did love the key, the, the bathroom key on the hubcap. Oh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> just throws that it. That was good. That was good, actually. I also laughed out loud when she just like silently fell. (laughs) (laughs) Airborne. (laughs) She went airborne over fucking nothing. Yep. I thought that was great. I also saw the trivia too that this is the um, the first movie. It wouldn't happen again until like a couple years later that he actually speaks German. 
I noticed that too. I was like, that's good, Arnold. Do this more. Yeah. Wait, he speaks German? He speaks German under his breath when he picks her up to put her into the motel. He's just like, yeah. pain in the ass. It's like some, He says something like that in German. Yeah. It's great. Oh, really? Yeah. Truly wonderful. Do Austrians speak German or do they speak Austrian? There is no Austrian. Yes. German. It's, just German. it's only German. It's only German. Yeah. Oh, okay. Tim, you sound like me there. Well done. <laughs> Uh, I'm I'm wondering because I'm going to Austria in like two weeks. So. Ooh. Better Ooh, bone up on your German. But, uh, well, I was in the middle of boning up on my Austrians. So <laughs> no, I'm glad you guys corrected me. This is really helpful though for Tim. What is this? Like, oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, I hear they're really fond of like uniforms. Uniforms over there in Germany and Austria. Mainly like highly offensive uniforms. <laughs> good. Explain the joke. Yeah, terribly, terribly context, genocidal. context. Uh-huh. You should, you should definitely wear a Nazi uniform in Germany. Ah, okay, that's what it is. there it is. Ah, okay. Interesting. Yeah. You should do that. Hmm. I was gonna do it, <laughs> and now he just has let me know how it goes, Tim. You, you and I, me I great, do that? great minds think alike, Baco. <laughs> Well, I'm going to be going to Germany in a few months, so Tim, just let me know how that goes. Or yeah. just let me know if you need any bail money when I'm over there. <laughs> Man, I'm sure they'll kill me. <laughs> I, say, I don't think bail money's a thing in Germany. Mm. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Well, Arnold and O'Hare, they build the friendship throughout all this, and you find out that he has a 13-year-old that he hasn't seen since he was five, and he also has a pet ferret. Oh, my God. Or, Listen not? to him pronounce ferret in this movie. <laughs> ferret. This is my Fiorit. I wrote down F E A R dash U T. I put F E E Y A A R R I T. Fiorit. How'd you phonetically spell it? So the next morning, Arnold, he's all clean cut with jeans and a sports coat, and he's ready to fill in for O'Hara since she's still on her deathbed. With two fucking firearms. Yeah. I like that. She goes, like, leave the gun. They're going to eat you alive. It's like, I've been undercover for a long time. On second thought, take the gun. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a great one. That was... I would have brought the gun. That's how you fucking... That's how you enter a, like, a kindergarten class. Thank you, You walk Tim's. in if you... Arms no, if you... Loaded to the gills walk and guns. In, yeah, you walk in to the classroom and you put your gun on the desk. And you go, this is how... It, you don't have to say a word. They already know. You mean You mean business. No nonsense. You know what I mean? Bingo, then you use bingo. it. Then you use it to point at the people who are like be, misbehaving. You know what I mean? If someone like throws a spitball, you point it at them. Just yeah, just turn it on your desk and face it towards them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't even have to say a word, and they get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they'll get him. They'll do it. <laughs> so Arnold, he's at school, meets with the principal. And she knows that uh, he's a cop, and um, he kind of lies about just his past experience, and. Um, then he shows up stone-faced and meets the animals that is his new kindergarten class. And Arnold right away first starts hyperventilating. And then he just walks into the class with his Terminator face on. Enter uh, hell on earth. <laughs> I know. Oh, I, also, God. I also just think it's hilarious because there's that one point where the, the little lady who's the principal is like, oh, we had to like let go Mrs. Whatever for 25 years. I'm like, 
wait, hold on. Did you fire this woman so that Arnold could be here for a week? I was like, I, I was just like, this is unbelievable. I'm like, the union must be through the roof about this. Like, how did she get And also, the little lady then threatens the police investigate. She's like, if I find out that you're, like, doing a bad, you're putting these kids in danger, I'm just going to blow this assumedly federal crime, but they send Arnold, who's right. a city cop. There's a lot of problems Out with of jurisdiction state. here. I know, I'm yeah. Negating the reason why you had to fire the woman. Too. <laughs> yeah, it was just I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Well, I love not not to skip, but just uh, like at the end of the movie where he comes back and everything. The, there's a there's an older female teacher in there, and I imagine like that. They're like, ah, oh, well, yeah, the last teacher got shot, so you're back on. You're back on <laughs> staff here. And then Arnold walks in and blows the whistle. She's like, God damn it! <laughs> I need this job. Yeah. Also, isn't like the a substitute teacher is not someone that you fire someone for. <laughs> yeah, They're a substitute <laughs> well, teacher. Well, I love, too, like, how interchangeable. Like, she's like, well, we were expecting Miss O'Hara, but we're going to take you, large, white, Austrian man. <laughs> like, let's just suspend disbelief for a minute and assume that, like, this would this could actually happen. Like, they would pull some undercover operation like this. If you're the principal, wouldn't you be suspicious of the guy having a German accent? Right. Yeah. Like, if any cop ever came up to me with a German accent, I'm like, you're not a cop. You have, <laughs> yeah. a fucking, you have an Austrian accent. Yeah. Well, like, just, I, why? The, just the fact that this is an undercover investigation, and so you would think that everything has to be really, like, planned out and by the book, and the first interaction you have with this undercover investigation is, oh, it's the wrong fucking person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's, here's a bunch of five-year-olds. Yeah. 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 Uh, they're not food. <laughs> Or currency. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so Arnold, he introduces himself and starts interrogating all the kids. But one of the kids, who's uh, the younger sister in Hocus Pocus, has to pee. So he uh, leaves the classroom for one minute and then just total anarchy ensues. Wait, that that was the little sister from Hocus Pocus? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was. Yeah. Because they, uh, they, Ivan Redman cast her in Beethoven right after, right after this. She was ah. so good. This, the, all the kids were fucking awesome in this movie. Yeah, these yeah kids they were, were. These kids were good, I have to say. And you, like, you actually believed, because she would, like, get on some tangent and just ramble about meaningless nothing. Kind of like <laughs> me. And so you believe, just like you believe that I have the mind of a child, you really believe that she was, like, an actual, like, there was no direction. She was just... Adelaide, everything. And then, and, and then, and then, uh, spit it out, Paco. Jesus. (laughs) Help us. (laughs) You got kids uh, throwing cans of paint onto the chalkboards and other kids just looking up all all the girls' skirts. Kids just like running into each other screaming. Oh my God. It's very horny kindergarten class. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this seems a little odd, but... All right. Especially since some of them are five, and other ones look like they're, like, nine. Yeah. Right. There was one girl that, well, yeah, she looked she like she was, like, in the fifth grade. I was like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Jesus Christ, is that Arnold's kid? Yeah. I love the dark joke with, like, the one kid. Did she die? Did they die? Yeah. Everybody dies. Yeah, super morbid kid. That kid's great. <laughs> it's obsessed. Oh, I know. God. Oh, God, he was so good. Ugh. That was that's basically me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Arnold comes back in. He just goes, yeah. "Oh no, you monsters!" And then <laughs> he has like that famous freak out, and he just starts screaming, "Shut up!" 
Some great Orny faces. <laughs> All the kids just start crying. <laughs> he sprints out of the building. Screaming. Screaming. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. You've just abandoned these kids. This is like the... <laughs> When the, it's, it's like, you know, it's in the Jurassic Park when uh when, when the little girl's like, he left us, he left us. It's like, that's this equivalent. Like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, he, then he just runs to his car and then just grabs a ferret just to calm all the kids down. <laughs> yeah. He's like, hold on, here you go. Oh, got this God. ferret in a fucking knapsack tied up inside of my car. It's pretty perfect, I have to say. Oh my god. Also, again, how did the ferret get here? Did he keep it on the plane? Like, where is this thing? You know? Little questions like that. Yeah. A ferret is an improved carry-on item. Isn't it? Oh. It's, a, it's an emotional support was, one. Emotional yeah, support. Yeah, it's an emotional, emotional support. support. Anything's an yep. emotional support animal. Dude, That's holy right, shit. You're not kidding. With as much as I fly, oh my god. The, sh- the little dog, the little rats that you'll see with fucking emotional support. Oh god. I saw on the news that um, someone had a peacock. Uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, in New York, yeah. lock that person up, lock them up. I, yeah, you shouldn't. Ha- you shouldn't be able to fly. You you should not be able to roam freely throughout society if you think it's okay to bring a fucking peacock on a plane. <laughs> I they once barred me from flying with my emotional support saying, "Well, no, that was because like, you were just flying with your cock, Tim." They were like, they were like, sir, you can't, you can't fly with genital crabs. And I said, they are my emotional support genital crabs. <laughs> I need them. Yeah, I need them, or else I cannot fly. They're my babies. No, no, I mean, I mean scabies. Sorry. <laughs> I got those too. Yeah. So after this, looks like a bomb went off in the classroom. After the bell rings, and this little boy tells Arnold that everyone he knows is better at teaching than him. Yeah, like, that kid was a real asshole to start this movie out. Yeah. Yep. Oh, a little tough love. Arnold needed it. Yep. <laughs> so, is there anyone else you know that's better at teaching than me? I don't know a lot of a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. There, again, another just a classic line. I don't know that many people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so after this, uh, Arnold, the action star who murders people left and right... It's just indestructible and in everything that he does is just defeated by all these five-year-olds and just collapses yeah. on the motel bed. <laughs> <laughs> that is what Nikki looks like two days a week coming back <laughs> from just inner city high school kids. Ugh, Jesus Christ. Just done. <laughs> Next day, all the moms are dropping their kids off and are just freaking out when they see Arnold strolling the class with his tight polo. It's like, that's your teacher? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> then a, a torrent hits the hits the sidewalk outside of an Aurora Washington <laughs> High School, oh, no. elementary school. Oh god! Oh man! I love that. Splodoosh! I just kept thinking to myself. I was like, "Easy, Susan. Wait for George Costanza. Give him a moment." <laughs> that's who it was. Yeah, that's oh, right. Susan. Familiar. That's her. <laughs> there you go. Another Seinfeld person. Yeah, man. Listen, I'm I'm all about that. That's why I noticed that it was the same chain link length fence from uh, Wayne's World. I was like, oh, useless knowledge, just wholly useless. <laughs> I'm gonna keep this stuff in, and I'm gonna throw out half the stuff I'm studying for the board on. <laughs> also, yeah, they, 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 they've just hilarious. It's like, oh, he teaches kids. He must be gay. I was like, oh no. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was God. wondering what you were thinking about that. Perhaps. There were a lot of like very like backwards, uh, backwards point of views in this movie. Yeah, man. It was, yeah. and even the one later when that the, the well, we'll get to it. But that that lady that's like the blonde, she comes in. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. Yeah, and it's like, oh, bad one. yeah, it's like, oh no, your son's not a feminine because he likes dolls. He's just you know being a little pervert. And he's like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Which is both kind of off the rocker because it's like I don't you know. They're like the kid's five, he probably doesn't even know. He's not like I'm gonna look up this doll skirt because I want to see your vagina. He's yeah. like, no fucking idea what that is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that was pretty much the next scene is just the um, the the blonde mom because like they do a good job of uh, making the audience guess guess who the mom and son are because like every parent is divorced with the son in this town. Yeah, yes. he gets cut oddly homophobic. Um, villain from Casper strolling with her leather jacket, just looking like <laughs> oh a mob wife. Just concerned about her kid playing with dolls. Fucking Cruella Deville. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Hey, uh, my kid plays with dolls, and I think he's a fairy. Can you watch <laughs> out for that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, do some push-ups do? or something. I like your muscles. Can you make sure my kid's not a fag? <laughs> <laughs> you really need to stop coming here unannounced. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Devon, Mrs. Devonshire, you you need to stop. <laughs> This is the fifteenth day in a row you've come up and said the exact same thing to someone <laughs> in the school. It's because nobody's doing anything about it, and my kid's being a fag. <laughs> uh, so then after this, you get the fat kid eating all the other kids' lunches, which <laughs> is an awesome scene. Arnold picks him right. up. Are oh, those are your lunches? The kid just nods his head no. Then stop. <laughs> stop. Are you eating everyone's lunches? <laughs> Paco, over over under how many times did, over under five, how many times did this happen to you per day? See, here's the thing. Not it, many people know this. I was a I was a trim trim fella back in the day and uh you know, life catches up to you quickly. Um, <laughs> wow, I had no idea that you would uh, lie to our faces. <laughs> I actually uh at, at, at young pictures of, of young Derek Brady, uh I've had people say they've watched this movie and they're like, You look just like the kid from kindergarten cop, Dominic. Mm. So, yeah, I was a cute little kid, and then I discovered the internet and pornography. <laughs> and, and those are the end times for and, charming and buffalo young. wings. Uh, <laughs> the, the real criminal the real, emerges. The real culprit. Delectable buffalo. Yes. Yeah. So Arnold just drops a kid on the floor. Okay. So <laughs> so we're back to it. <laughs> So then you get one of the more popular scenes with Arnold playing the game, who's your daddy and what does he do, followed by Arnold saying that he has a headache, and you get the one morbid kid in class who's obsessed with death, say maybe it's a tumor. (laughs) It's not a tumor. (laughs) He's good for at least one of those in every single movie he's in. Oh, yeah. Back to back, though. Like, aren't the... All the... The dads in this movie, like all that they went through, like they're all shitheads. There was like two actual dads in there who had like jobs and were still like you know in the kids' lives. Yeah, everyone else in the class was just like, my dad's a crackhead. <laughs> One of them, I love the the twins from The Shining that said, <laughs> I know. my mom yeah. says our dad's a real sex machine. <laughs> yeah, and then you got Arnold's going, thank you for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they got the one kid just speaking Spanish. They're all just looking at Arnold's just looking at her like, what the fuck. Yeah, I mean, back in 1990, the kid with the dark hair that's sitting by himself—that wouldn't have been the outcast kid. It would have been—it would have been the, the Spanish kid. They're like, we don't even know what you're fucking saying. You can't play with my toys. 
No, oh, you're different. That's right. Yeah, we fear change. There's one. There's a one kid left, Zach, who's a poo-poo head and doesn't like to talk to anybody. And then a fire drill rings out, and the kids freak the fuck out, start jumping on tables, just going fire, yeah. I just thought that Arnold answered his own question. That's it. He goes, "What's that? It's a fire alarm!" <laughs> he freaks out. I love it. <laughs> the other kids are screaming. He's carrying one under his arm. He's carrying another yeah. one by the back of his pants. Yeah, that's perfect. He's holding him like a fucking suitcase. Oh my god. <laughs> he's like telling the kids it's like everything's fine like to remain calm meanwhile he's like yeah like fireman lifting like 10 kids out of here it's like obviously not Arnold otherwise we'd just be walking out what a useless tool like fire drills are listen this is <laughs> this is the deal with fi- like kids who are listening to this I know we have a lot of kids listening to this. <laughs> especially after uh, Tim's uh, Rudolph episode <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> There's one rule in a fire drill: every man for himself. <laughs> you gotta be trip. You gotta be tripping everyone in sight. Oh man! <laughs> Elbows out. <laughs> right. Yeah. The the Bill Dooley technique. Yeah. yeah. So after this, after class, Arnold runs up to Zach's mom, but she drives off before he can see her. Hmm. Hmm. So then Arnold and O'Hara grab dinner and run into one of the teachers at the school, Joyce. So O'Hara plays wingman and throws on an Austrian accent and says that she's <laughs> Arnold's sister. Again, great move in this movie to do something like that. Yeah. She, her, like, that, her in that scene, she was so good in that oh, scene. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was really, really, like, well done. Just eating all the food. She's like, oh, this is so good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. It was, it's, ah. Uh, I, I just thought it was so good. And then I just like the little kid. He's like, he's like, I like the way they talk. <laughs> so I was like, me too, child. Me too. <laughs> O'Hara in this is great. I know we mentioned that um, before the show, but she's really good. Yeah, she's really good in this movie. All right. So then after the, after dinner, Arnold uh, just sits on the dock looking defeated again. Says that all these five-year-olds are running all over him and he doesn't know what to do. So O'Hara tells him to treat it like an undercover murder case and not to show any fear. (laughs) (laughs) Just swallow it. Bury it. (laughs) Kill your enemies. At the end of the the meal and everything, there was a line that I loved a lot. She says, if you were any stiffer, we could take you surfing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that was a really good line. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, I had to pause. I was like, wait, wait a second. This is a children's movie. (laughs) We're talking about big old throbbing Arnie boners. <laughs> yeah, so the next morning, Arnold shows up playing police school, and you get a montage of him blowing a whistle and whipping these kids into mini Austrian soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> As you say, this is like child militarization. Well, mm-hmm. it, it, what better way to immediately blow your cover than to one day you spend it just intensely interrogating these children and then the very next day you play a game called police school <laughs> i also loved that 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 required no thought on his part it's like he's like what am i i'm a policeman and where am i school police school <laughs> it's like not even police academy not even like thinking about like you know i think that would actually he's like nope i got it perfect police training yeah good good <laughs> but all but all that being said this is a this is a great educational technique. I mean, fuck, like these kids are learning discipline. They're learning how to be a fuck goddamn American. You want to know what? 
They're probably going to get a good job after they leave this goddamn school. Yeah. And have rock hard abs. Exactly. Dude, yeah. Like, what the fuck are they learning at this school? Like, they're learning. They're learning how to do sit-ups. That's I mean, it. yep. that's, it's, yep. it, it's basically like literally learning how to work out and complete a fire drill. That's all. That's all we see them accomplish. That's all that we need them to accomplish. We just need mm-hmm. them to do the bare essentials. Just survive, children. <laughs> it's basically like Hitler Youth. Yeah, you don't do anything in kindergarten. You <laughs> fucking just don't die. That's the key. Right. You pass kindergarten if you don't die. That's, that's, that's what I was saying. I mean, I expected like the very next scene, all the kids get a like a, a, a golden retriever puppy. And then we see them like three weeks later and they're all having to kill the golden retriever puppy. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's like, now you know what you must do. Like, oh, God. <laughs> Arnie's old version, own version of Hitler Youth. The last part of your training is being able to have the strength to kill what you love. <laughs> Now we're gonna be doing fights with the biggest kid and the smallest kid. <laughs> yeah, he's just gonna do. He's just gonna do the thing for what is like the Dark Knight. Just take a pool cue, break it in half, throw it to two kids, <laughs> throw it to like break one, give one to the kids, and like go, close the door. After this, but all that all that being said, before we go on, mm-hmm. Max, I do have one more thing to bring up. Go ahead, Ar- Arnold's sweater during this montage. Oh boy, oh boy, <laughs> you guys see that, baby? <laughs> It's a deep V-neck. Oh, man. <laughs> i tell you what. With a pattern knit. I mean, the th- that's the thing. If you're a cop, you got to have a nice sweater. We know who's stiff as a board now. Yeah. Arr. I'm stiff. Yep. Stiff as a long board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so after this, one of the kids uh, picks up the same book that Arnold used to read to his son. Arnold has a brief little heart-to-heart with his class. As you can tell, he's starting to fall for all these kids. And then he dozes off and has a nightmare of Chris showing up at the school and killing him. I know. That was a hard That was a hard turn. Weird. I was yeah. like, whoa, what is... But again, I just have to like say... Blades in. Yeah. The thing I love when he's reading that is like... It's... I mean... Like it's fine, but I just I see it so often in my mind that I think... I just think it's so funny where he goes, Where am I going? I don't quite know... He tries to say with like a twinkle in his eye. He's like really trying to communicate like the, the you know, the message of this poem. And I'm just like this. It's too much. It's it's too much, too quality for me to not mention it. <laughs> that was about the time I just realized I'm like, you know, what's impressive is that Arnold can remember his lines because, you yeah. know, he's not reading that book. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He usually doesn't talk for more than like, you know, he has a few lines and then that's all that he can do. And he was just he was just talking a lot just going on and on using all those words. Yeah, he wakes up and is asked to come over to Joyce's house for dinner. And uh, Arnold's finally able to meet Zach's mom, who is clearly not okay. And you think it's because she's Crisp's wife, but turns out it's because she has an abusive husband who's been beating Zach and the mom. So the movie gets real for a minute, and Arnold ends <laughs> it. Dark. Yeah. Um, but then it ends with Arnold saying that if he does it again, he's going to press charges. And um, I thought this was the best act as seen by Arnold. I agree. He, he was good in this part. Um <laughs> Yeah, and then he goes, you know, after he goes over to the kid, too, just to like, kind of tell him it's okay. But Yeah, I was going to say, this is like, this is why I kind of now, again, in retrospect, really enjoyed this movie. Because it, like, didn't, in some sense, like, address some very serious issues. Mm-hmm. Which I was just like, oh, my God, I don't remember this. I didn't take this message away when I was watching it as a child. They're, they're actually doing yeah. some real work here. I like that. So, um, Arnold then goes to dinner, or goes to the dinner date at Joyce's house, which is this big old house on a hill. And he says, uh, she says that she's uh, house-sitting for, for a friend who got divorced. 
Hmm. Or maybe she stole $3 million from her drug dealer husband? Perchance. Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Then also the son Dominic shows Arnold his hideout that has lasers to uh, protect him from his mom and uh, the bad guys. Hmm. And this makes Arnold curious, so he starts snooping around the house for clues. But then he gets busted by Dominic in the closet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wonderful. Metaphor, will you? Mm -hmm. Wonderful. With John Travolta. (laughs) Yeah, as long as it's not Brian Singer, then they should be good. (laughs) Yeah, be good. Uh... All right. So after Brian Singer rapes kids. Okay, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Yowza! <laughs> Yowza! Tim's like, oh, who's this oh, kid? Oh boy! Who the hell is? <laughs> Kevin Spacey. They make it a little bit easier. There we go. Yeah. So after dinner, Arnold tells Joyce that he's divorced and his wife got married to a good guy who treats his son well, and they see each other all the time, which is a lie. And then he asks Joyce about her husband, and she says that he moved back to France, and it's uh, they're better off not seeing each other. And then she opens up a little bit, says that her husband uh, tried to kidnap Dominic once, so they had to sneak away. And then uh, she admits that her husband isn't in France, and she was just once young and stupid and didn't realize what she was marrying until it was too late. And then she asks Arnold to promise not tell anyone, and he says that she can trust him. Yep, yep. this is true. Of, it's a lot of info. Yeah. Uh, it's very important. Let me talk in there. <laughs> Max, I think I speak for the group when I say you did a stellar job of covering that. Thank you. Yeah, I barely, um, you know, slurred or mumbled over that, so that's that's, that's an improvement. <laughs> You're damn right it is, Max. Baby steps. <laughs> Clap it up. Clap it up. <laughs> Good job. You get a gold star. Yeah. All right. Later on, O'Hara does some digging at the Joyce's bank accounts and says uh, everything she said to Arnold checks out and... Uh, she was actually she is house sitting see now I'm fucking this up again there you <laughs> go spoke too soon and uh she doesn't even have a thousand dollars in the bank but Arnold doesn't want to believe it because maybe she's uh he's starting to fall for her that's true that's just true though cause, mm-hmm. cause who wouldn't yep. really yep I mean Miss I mean Miss Joyce is a catch she is sure you yes. know attractive blonde woman heart of gold I know Teaches like kids. A fucking, you Pussy know. to match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> Whoops, Sarah's going to love that one. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a responsible I was gonna, I was mother. Say, yeah, with the puss. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, you know, with like a, a lovable kid, you know, a tussleable, t- a hair tussleable kid, you know. Yeah, and that sniz. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what about a beave, though, right? <laughs> Oh Jesus, <laughs> Mrs. Clinton! Mrs. Clinton's got a snook in her sniz. <laughs> That's all right. I forgot. And she's got oh. some TNA, and I'm not talking about the teacher assistant. <laughs> Boom. Talk about tits and ass. <laughs> Spell it and out for Max. Spell out for. Leave those breadcrumbs, Max. A- Leave those breadcrumbs. <laughs> there used to be a guy. He used to sit outside of uh, Boston bars on Boylston Street. He's a homeless guy, and he would just like rap. He'd go ass and titties, ass ass and titties. Say what? Ass and titties, ass ass and titties. And then never failed, you know. At midnight, there'd just be like fifty college kids around him, just like 
just literally giving him every dollar they had in their pocket because <laughs> he, he was doing this. I, I wish I've seen I haven't seen him in a long time. I hope he's still around. We hope so, too. Those winners in Boston are brutal. You're telling me. But they are brutal. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking preaching I mean, to the bro, choir right should, here. Maybe you should get out there. You know? yeah. Preble's old roommate. You know, I was gonna say. <laughs> oh, Phil! Oh, yeah, Phil! <laughs> what a cat! Ass and titty guy, yeah. Oh, you mean ass and titty Phil? Got it. Of course. <laughs> he wrote that song uh, about Preble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. Listen, <laughs> he's seen me in my private moments. Yikes. Um. Yeah. So the mom from Cat. Or- <laughs> that gets the yikes, though. That gets the yikes from Paco. <laughs> Meanwhile, nary five minutes ago. Having like just disgusting homeless sex with oh, the ass and no. titty guy. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Is right, Max. Oh. All right, let's get back to this movie. <laughs> how did how did we get from here? We were talking about how Arnold's falling for this girl, and he ended with Preble having sex with a homeless man who sings about ass and titties. <laughs> We got it's we got there very carefully, Max. Yeah. Natural progression. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the mom, uh, who's the bad person in Casper, says that uh, you know that her husband left for another man. Shows up with a pony and a bunch of toys and stuff. So maybe she's a suspect. Dun, dun, dun. What is it? Arnold says something. And it's like, yeah, she, her husband just left. She's having a very rough time. O'Hara's <laughs> just like looking at him. It's like you're getting soft on me, aren't you? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this poor kid, Zach, shows up the class bruised, and Arnold goes over to the dad and says, You hit the kid, I hit you. But the dad swings first. Then Arnold punches him in the stomach and is about to knock him out. But his class of kids are now watching, so he restrains himself and says he's pressing charges. Yeah. Good guy, Arnold. Yeah, way to go, Arnold. It's a very satisfying first. scene. It is. Yeah. I, I did like the next scene as well. Especially him from him just taking out a shotgun at just random people in the street to uh, restraining himself. Yeah. It's a little like shit ass guy. <laughs> well, I love the guy got out. He was like, Hey pal, you must be the new teacher. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Why, hey, wait, why are you outside during normal school hours? Why are you so big? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take off my pants. <laughs> oh my God. I love the next scene where you know you got the principal kind of coming in out. like yeah like chiding Arnold you know he shouldn't be doing but you know what you're a great fucking teacher <laughs> that ends yeah. with her like kind of humorously air punching the the air cut to dead girl yeah <laughs> another body yeah cut it was to, like, say, yeah. so dead she was blue yeah, this, yeah that was pretty brutal yeah this whole again so. I, this movie is I very much enjoy, but the problem I just have with this whole thing is this like this is like such an untenable like in a world where we just assume this could happen, that's fine, but like there's no way you would be allowed to just be a teacher as like a fake teacher is really a cop, and then because she like fi- she like finds him out and everything, and she's like, you know what, like the kids like you, so fuck it, you know what I mean? It's like oh okay, and then he just beats the shit out of a parent. You know what I mean? Like a fucking not like a stranger, a parent outside the school. <laughs> And they're like, yeah, whatever, but, you know, we like you. Wouldn't the world be better, though, oh, if that man, was legal? Yeah. If, you could, if you could slap one parent every month or something like that as a teacher, I'm sure. 
Preble, you, you, I, you're in the legal field. Let's uh, let's get this ball rolling. You want me to make what do you want? Pass laws to allow yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> allow just... allow people to assault each other. That's it. That's <laughs> it. All right, all right. It's a bold That's your platform. It's a what bold strategy. For but... Tim and Tim and Bill to be able to get out their untethered rage. Yeah. If I'm uh, elected like... to city council, I guarantee you that anyone can bash anybody in the face <laughs> without any repercussions. <laughs> it's basically like a purge type scenario, you know. If you ask if you ask Preble last night, I kind of went on a little like a little tangent about how I should have the power to to murder people based on just my my impression of them. Yeah. It was pretty good, though. Yeah. <laughs> it made a lot of strong and compelling arguments, I'd say. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I think the strongest argument was I should I should have that power. A very a very I think a very strong case. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh no, sure. for sure. I'd love to, do we have that on video? No. Yes, I think actually no, we do. It's right here. Hold on. <laughs> okay. This video is much longer than it should be, Tim. <laughs> this is a two and a half minute video of the ass and titties guy. You want to know what, guys? If you're hammered, if you just, if literally you just like drank your fucking your weight and gin and tonics <laughs> and you're on Boylston Street and you're a junior in college, you're going to stand there for 20 minutes and videotape this Sweet. guy. Like, it's like, like you're just, like you're wit- witnessing Bono busking on the streets of Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the only witness dies after uh, Chris Mom poisons her with some bad heroin. So now he's free and knows where his wife and kid are. Oh, no. Oh, no. So now the, uh, the the whole town embraces Arnold at this county fair. Meanwhile, Crisp and his mom show up downtown, and Chris immediately starts shit by just beating up and robbing an older man just because uh, he wouldn't sell him a toy that he bought for his kid. Yep. Just great. Real dirtbag. And as I say, they made the guy, they made the victim very sympathetic too, because they had like he had like you know his uniform on. And he looks kind of old and out of shape. So uh, yeah. then now the uh, the police captain tells Arnold that uh, Joyce needs to show the cops where all the money is, and uh, she also needs to fully cooperate in order to get protection. And um, they eventually they have to go up and talk to her. You know, Hera. At first she plays it off, then realizes that the jig's up, grabs Dominic, and says Crisp has always been after her kid and. She uh, never stole any money. Well, this whole this whole thing with like the the outdoor festival that they're at too. I love like all the B roll that they have to kind of set it up. It's like oh, there's, there's like kids playing and there's a petting zoo and then there's a sad depressed alcoholic clown and then, <laughs> then Arnold's a three legged race like that 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 was really out of the blue. That was kind of surprising. And there's Ted Bunny's Volkswagen over in the parking lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, it was. They are in Aurora, Washington. Mm. That's where all the serial killers come from. Yeah. <laughs> they're in they Astoria, Oregon. Yep, that's also <laughs> they're true. In, they're in Astoria, Oregon, Tim. A story, there's an Astoria, Washington too, and it's the same. It's the same fucking thing. You said Aurora, <laughs> Washington. <laughs> What's that? You said Aurora, Washington. <laughs> all right, whatever. Ass in titties. Ass, oh ass God. Well, let, uh, let me let me tell you, I'm I'm fairly familiar with uh, Astoria, Washington. Mm. <laughs> Serial you know, killer row. 
Yeah, there's a lot. Of, there's a. I mean, it's a beautiful place. There's a lot of very secluded areas of it. A lot of very secluded wooded areas where you know you can do, where you can do things. You're talking about Astoria, Oregon, right? No, I'm talking about Astoria, Washington, and I, I'm not going to hear another goddamn word about this being in Oregon. <laughs> Nobody Google Astoria, Washington, because you know there's going to be a bunch of like missing children up there. Children? No, no, no. no. no children, children are too. Me. Children are too young to have jobs, Max. <laughs> I, I, I stand corrected. I, I apologize. Damn child labor laws. Unemployed yeah, exactly. people. There we go. Yeah. Yep. The roads of the Pacific Northwest just paved with uh, the bones of hookers. Okay. <laughs> Back to this kid movie. <laughs> so uh, Arnold runs to Joyce's house, but Dominic is gone. But Arnold remembers about that laser talk and runs to find him climbing a radio tower down the road. Looked a lot further than uh, just a, you know, a little quick jog. It looked like it was miles away, but that's okay. And uh, he almost falls, but Arnold saves him. And then Mrs. Joyce swoons over him. Yeah. Despite being She's furious. Like, oh. Yeah, I was going to say. Despite right. being furious at him and then loving him the next moment. Yeah, right. Yeah. She's very bipolar about her love for yeah. Arnold. Well, this is where we get to see another great scene of Arnold just flatly acting out attraction to a female. And kissing. I, I, I don't want to lose you. <laughs> I don't want to lose Dominic. And then just has the most rigid, uncomfortable looking kiss. The sexless, the most sexless kiss in the history of film. It's like uh, yeah. sexless kiss. You guys, you guys, fucking bite your tongues. That was rock hard during <laughs> this. This. This, was, this was actually uh, cut out from the, uh, you know, the 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 commando sex scene. <laughs> oh, God. The oh, commando sex scene. This is really what they wanted. Yeah, they put in. Who's flying oh. the plane? Who cares? My penis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. Mm. All right. Next day, O'Hara goes into Arnold's classroom and pretty much like goes over the whole stranger danger talk with all the kids. And then uh, Crisp, pretending to be a new parent, shows up at the school and IDs Dominic. And then he sees Arnold laughing under a pile of kids and kind of panics. I laugh at his reaction. He's like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Also... How the ogre who's been after me for four years. <laughs> get, it's not like he turns around to, to hide his face. Guess what, bro? That, that ponytail and that shitty suit is still a dead giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> the thing I love the most about this, how do we go from having to talk about Stranger Danger to having a pile on Arnold? It's a real <laughs> right, 180. Yeah. Man, like there were so many scenes where the children were hugging Arnold at like waist height. And there's one kid that's, like, they're all, like, you know, there's, like, three deep hugging him at once. And you know there's one kid in the front of him just getting his, like, right cheek smushed into Arnold's balls and dick. <laughs> they they all seem, and not not only that, it's just, like, the inappropriate level of touching the teacher, but the, in the movie, they kind of, all these kindergartners seem to be a little bit too far along in their knowledge of sex yeah. and stuff. Because remember that scene where, like, uh, Miss Joyce and Arnold were like in the hallway and obviously had some a little bit of like tension going on mm-hmm. and then all the kids like you know they saw him they're like ooh yeah. and Arnold they go what yeah. what's happening five year old do you dumb. think of do you think a five year old understand the nuance the nuances of like adult flirting sexual no. tension and it yeah and if they do that's a problem <laughs> <laughs> well they're all divorced they come from divorced parents so they see a lot of guys around the house. All right. I think a kid yeah, that says one, that. That one kid says he got three dads. I was yeah. like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> right. And then the mom just like covers her face, like, oh, God. 
I think right. that was uh, George Costanza's uh, wife. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Christ. Susan. You it's like Charlie Day's a lot Day's of short-term mom. uncles around these kids' houses. <laughs> <laughs> and by short-term, I just mean, like, one breakfast. <laughs> All right, so Crisp then goes uh, to his mom's car to get his gun, then sets a fire in the library and grabs Dominic and all the hysteria. But uh, his classmates see it, and they start yelling stranger while Arnold takes out his gun and runs after him. Well, it, I, I love when like the, the antagonist, the dad, is hiding with the kid, and he's like, see, you know, I'm your dad, don't you remember? And he holds up their hands and goes, see, we have the same hands. <laughs> yeah, I the same. <laughs> you got five fingers, not 18. Yeah. I was like, by that definition, we're, everyone is his son. Because <laughs> right. everyone has hands. I was like, well, this is not. Could be likely. Look, you got knuckles. I got knuckles. You got fingernails. I got fingernails. This is amazing. <laughs> you blink, I blink. <laughs> Can you believe this? It's like, how do you get out of this school? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't be going up to the second story of the, <laughs> the school if you want right. to get out. Yeah. Right. He like, he literally went to the second floor. And then went to the basement. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, usually the place to go is in between those two. <laughs> Just look out the window, you jackass. Yeah, yeah. The first floor has doors to the outside guy. Also, schools famously have multiple doors to get outside because of, you know, their kids need multiple exits. You know, he's like, oh, I can't find anything around here. Fire code, yeah. ingress pass. Accessible couches for yeah. 10-year-olds to make out on. <laughs> that yeah. was... That was I was like Arnold really should have taught those kids a lesson about not remaining celibate. They also were but, like ten. Oh God! Like 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 Preble, are you saying he should have like walked in and closed the door behind him at gunpoint? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and showed them what it's like to not be celibate. Is, is that what you're implying here, Preble? I think I am implying that he should have given sat them down, pulled out the literature he has in his back pocket, and talked about the safe, the the only safe and responsible way. You know, is to wait is to wait until marriage. At least that's that's what I took away from that scene that I created. <laughs> I'm like Freddy Krueger. I'm in your nightmares, Preble. <laughs> Can you imagine if there was like a, a like a, a more you know kind of moment where he just like <laughs> opened up the door and goes, "Hey, listen, be safe," and then tosses them a condom <laughs> and closes the door. <laughs> but yeah, he he winks at him before he closes the door. Right. Uh, Shot at him and there's just fire in the background. Just shuts the door. It's like, it's yeah. locked from the inside. <laughs> and then, yeah, it's like, there's fire. And then, like, simultaneously when the fire comes kind of, like, bombing around the corner, you hear some kid going, <laughs> Yes, they're listening. <laughs> and then, uh, then it pans back to Arnold and he's just there, like, nodding his no, head silently. Mmm. <laughs> That's what I was just doing before he said that, Tim. I was just <laughs> my head. <laughs> uh, so, meanwhile, O'Hara, she runs around uh, the, the building from the outside to cover Arnold, but she gets hit by Crisp's mom. Meanwhile, Joyce bumps into Crisp, who is uh, lost in the school. He punches her, grabs Dominic again, but Arnold sneaks in, and uh, they have a Mexican standoff. <laughs> Well, this is where you realize that, that Arnold's not really a police officer. Just because, like, the, the dad's got Dominic, he's holding him at gunpoint, and Dominic comes up maybe to his waist. So if you really want to take this guy out, you've got half his body. And if you're any kind of fucking shot, you can handle the business here. But he likes the kid. Yeah. What if he misses? 
if you miss, it was just that kid's time to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. The kid uh, had to officer, die. Officer Brady. Officer Brady. <laughs> the National Police Force. Hey, listen. That kid's time was now. <laughs> so let me just go over this again. So you've you've had a sexual relationship with a kid's mother who's also an employee, and then you killed the son in a shootout. Yeah. Yep. I'm not going to get my job back, aren't I? <laughs> hey, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. He was collateral damage when I was trying to kill the bad guy. It was just his time to go. <laughs> he jumped into my bullet when I fired yeah. it. <laughs> Officer Brady, you you shot 16 rounds, 15 of which were into the suspect, and then you decided to shoot a 16th round that ended up killing the boy. <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Turns around and walks away. <laughs> Make sure he doesn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now, where's my yeah. ferret? <laughs> Dude, yes. Oh, my yeah. God. The ferret. <laughs> oh, my God. So, that yeah. was fucking hilarious. Yeah, so Arnold, he puts the gun down. He's about to get, get shot by Crisp, and then the ferret just pops out of Dominic's <laughs> shirt and bites uh, bites Crisp. <laughs> that That's a scene that should have been in Commando, Under Siege, like one of those fucking movies. You're right. Every action movie needs to have a pet ferret. Yeah. He's my ferret. Ferret. You did it. You saved me. <laughs> Dude, I, I fully expected him when that happened. Because I'm going to be honest. Like, every time this gets to, like, the serious part, I turn it off. I'm just there for the kid jokes. But, uh, <laughs> but like, when the ferret comes out, I, I, yeah, it would have been great to hear Arnie go, Oh, my ferret! <laughs> <laughs> do what you do. So then Arnold and Crisp, they both shoot at each other. And it looks like Arnold won. But then Mama Crisp comes in and shoots Arnold. Then O'Hara hits her with a baseball bat, and the good guys win the day. Great line, too, from her. Mm. Not so tough without your car now, are you? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Too, too good. She's great. Well, I just, I just thought at that point, I was like, this is a goddamn soap opera. It's like the, the dad getting the, the kid back, and then the grandmother with the gun. It's just like, oh, yeah. God. <laughs> Again, though, a little too excessive. Like, she's following, like, the trail of blood into the shower. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold's, like, sitting there, like, dying. Like, yeah, in the is, corner. This is Arnie's over there dying in the corner. He's like, do you have, like, a fruit roll-up? <laughs> Anything? Do you have any gum? Also, the mom, like, you start shooting at him, like, where's my son? It's like, how the fuck would he know? He shot your son, and then some, and you shot him. Yeah. It's like, he, he, he didn't keep tabs on him. <laughs> Maybe go look for him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you want to know what guys? That's the issue with women. They're just not doing stuff for themselves. You know what I mean? That's the main problem. <laughs> you dumb broad. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I so. think I hit my quota for terribly offensive things. <laughs> well, I still got a 15 or 20 to go. <sighs> Isn't that right, Preble? Let's wait that wasn't even my side this time. It was the same. Again. No one needs to. No one needs to encroach on my territory. Okay, I'm, <laughs> I know we're so close to being over. <laughs> you know, Max is like, all right, let's. <laughs> we're so close to making this a fast episode. Through. <laughs> Arnold and Crisp, they're carried out in uh, stretchers, and a little later, he gets invited to O'Hara's wedding at the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> what about that nurse? Ugh. Anyone else notice the nurse? Uh-uh. It's, this, it's this lady, like the O'Hara comes in and the lady just goes, I'll come back later. <laughs> it's, it's like, whoa. 
Where'd that come from? And then yeah. we get to see O'Hara's bumbling asshole of a fiance. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was pretty good. That was great, I had to say. That's just yeah, some slapstick bullshit. But just that imagine, like, you're, you're this guy who's probably, you know, just always been like an extra in commercials and finally gets this break. He's like, yeah, man, I'm going to be in a movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And the entire movie, he's dressed like a woman and just a bumbling asshole. It's a dream come true. So, uh, all right, so for the first scene, you're um, you're going to be naked, and uh, you're going to be having food sex in this really sleazy motel, and Arnold's going to come in with a gun, and you're going to fall off the bed. Yeah. And you're going to well, put on your, your wife's nightgown. Yeah, and cover up your dick and balls, <laughs> and shake his hand. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. It's my big break. And then the next scene, we want you to knock everything over. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing at that, though. It was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Just smashing shit. And then, so after that, Arnold recovers, surprises his class, and decides to stay on permanently as he kisses Joyce with all the kids cheering, and the movie ends. Kindergarten cat. Yeah. Do you think the kids were uh, cheering when they definitely consummated the relationship in the fucking janitor's <laughs> closet? Go, 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 go. <laughs> I was just expecting at any point, and I think, Tim, you're probably going to agree with me here, a movie called Kindergarten Cop. It's got to have Detective Lenny Briscoe. I mean, I think Lenny Briscoe would have played a... I mean, if he was in this movie, it would have been better. But there's few movies you can't say that about. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I should have had iced tea in this. Just one too many ponytails. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think Ice-T would have said about the whole situation, Max? This guy can't be that bad. He's got a ponytail like me. (laughs) (laughs) From one ponytail to the other, I think you should just leave. (laughs) I think we we should start a... uh, We should maybe start doing a comic of Mr. Craft and Ice-T detective. (laughs) (laughs) What what an incomparable duo. (laughs) (laughs) They're just swerving over the road, just smashing into like guardrails. I think I found some more evidence on the ground here. Oh, no way. That's a sweet tart that fell out of my mouth. <laughs> Hold on. Me... <laughs> if I'm not driving, and you're not driving, then who's driving the car? <laughs> what? <Whoa. laughs> then, then, then every once in a while, throw, throw in a little bit of John Lovitz for Max. <laughs> John Lovitz. <laughs> I'm driving John, the car. <laughs> John, no, John Lovitz is the chief. John Lovitz is the chief of police. That they always get, in, they always get into, into fights with. <laughs> well, whose idea was this? <laughs> is anybody going to tell me who shot the child? Hmm? <laughs> 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 okay, well, this needs to happen. <laughs> Tim is so entertained. I, <laughs> I, I need your gun and a badge. This is like my own. This is like my own little personal like marionette here. <laughs> Tim's on a carousel in his head, just clapping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I just got, I'm like a monkey with symbols in my head. That was good stuff. Quality. Drunker. Yeah, all right. Time for trivia. Bill Murray and Patrick Swayze were off of the role of John Kimball. <laughs> all right. Oh, Bill Murray in this would have been phenomenal. 
Yeah, he would have been too much of a dick. <laughs> he would have been just such a condescending, sarcastic, like passive aggressive yeah. asshole with all these kids. <laughs> yeah, I can believe that a hundred percent. Fucking Swayze. I liked Arnold in this. I, I did too. I thought Arnold yeah, was great. This is a good this. one. This is a good one for Arnold. I would agree. He said this is his favorite movie. Like his favorite movie that he did, or his yeah. favorite movie. I think the favorite movie that he did. That would be my both. guess. <laughs> oh, fuck the Godfather. <laughs> I'm a kindergarten cop type of guy. <laughs> the That'd best be part about the movie is that I'm in it. <laughs> Swayze again, though. This is like the third movie in a row that they cast Swayze, or they wanted Swayze, and then they're like, Patrick Swayze or Arnold Schwarzenegger. So basically what you're telling me here is that Patrick Swayze had the opportunity to become the Bob Dylan of movies and do every fucking movie that's ever been made. Because I feel like every movie we've done, yeah. like, yeah, Patrick Swayze was offered this role. Yeah. Well, it's weird. And then every single movie that we covered with Swayze, whenever he actually did the movie, he wasn't their first, their first choice. No. And he just right. crushed it. He was never anybody's first choice for anything, apparently, no. except for all these movies. Exactly. Yeah. And then they're like, no, Arnold wants to do it. It's like, no, all right, like, well, I guess he's going to do it then. If he wants to do it, he's doing it. Um, also, Elijah Wood auditioned for the role, but Ooh. got turned down. Elijah Wood? Yep. Uh, the, what role? One of the kids. Oh, I was about to say, don't you talk about it, of Arnie's Yeah, for Arnold. Role. Yeah. No. <laughs> Audition for one. Yeah, yeah, he was going to be... T- it's like Elijah Wood was like four. <laughs> it's not a tumor. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Arnold, he wanted to do a movie with kids since he just uh, had a newborn at home. Um, but there's a few conditions in order for him to, to accept the role. He wanted Ivan Rettman to direct because he knew he was good with kids and other movies he had done. Uh, he wanted to play, or he wanted a, a physical fitness theme, and he also wanted kids uh, with a broken homes and child abuse to be included in the movie. Okay. Yep. It's a very interesting request. Usually it's like, I want a lot of brown M&Ms. <laughs> <laughs> he also requested a full gym, which he also got. All right. Hmm, Arnold. I guess it's cool, though. I guess he was all around town when they were filming this. Like, he had, like they filmed it in Astoria, Oregon. And, like, he went to one of, like, the Astoria's high schools. Uh, he was, like, did the commencement speech. Because, <laughs> they, you know, he was just in town. So he just showed up and did it. All right. Which is cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. This is probably when he started to, uh, you know, run for governor. <laughs> yes. Think about running. Think about running for governor. Governor. Um, and then also the baseball bat that O'Hara uses was a Don Mattingly Louisville Slugger. <laughs> <laughs> it's good that we fuck Don Mattingly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time for questions. Who is your favorite and least favorite character in this movie? Uh, my favorite character was just uh, collectively the children. Just collectively, they were all great. Um, my least favorite character was uh, Tom Brady. It's <laughs> mm, a bold choice. Is that crisp? You're talking about Tom Brady, 2007 Tom Brady. Just talking about Tom Brady. <laughs> Before and after his horse face wife. Are you serious right now? <laughs> this is this is the most like. That's just the most, like, hater, just to be a hater thing ever. So. <laughs> yep. I know. Not all quarterbacks' wives can get prescribed steroids to their house after giving birth to twins. Damn right. She had <laughs> okay, chemical imbalance. <laughs> so, 
I worked with a guy that was um, that was is um, Peyton Manning's wife's first cousin, and they have like Christmas together every year. And I was shitting on Peyton Manning for like two straight years, and like shitting on his cousin, and he never said anything. <laughs> <laughs> what does that tell you? There's truth in the, there's truth in them there hills, Max. Yeah, <laughs> stay in your place. I, feel, I personally met Peyton Manning, and he was delightful. Boo. I was gonna tell a story, but it I might get sued, so never mind. <laughs> All right, who's next? I'll go, I guess. Um, so my favorite was um, I'm just blanking on her name, but uh, like what's her O'Malley, the woman that's O'Hara. the yeah O'Hara. Thank you very much. The Irish, mm-hmm. yeah, the Irish one. Uh, I thought she was great. Well, she was, yeah. she was super funny. She was, I I thought that she was very enjoyable the entire time. Um. My least favorite person is probably just, I don't even, I really just didn't like the mother. I didn't, I like the mother at all. I thought she was just a mean spirited old woman. She looked like a witch. Looked like she belonged, didn't she look like she belonged in Hocus Pocus. Yeah. That's what I'd say. The mother of Callum, she's saying. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, exactly. Sorry. Like the old, the old lady that shoots. Cookie. Yeah, whatever her name is, that's the one name, that's right? yeah, the uh, the mother of the the antagonist. Great joke by me. Yeah, I didn't hear it, Max. I'm sorry. I said her name's Cookie. Cookie. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to go ahead and say uh, my favorite character was uh, was Arnold. I thought he did a great job. Thought this was probably his best acted movie, mm-hmm. and uh, probably my favorite Arnold movie, which is kind of shocking because I love Arnold movies, but I just I really do like this movie. And uh, I would say my least favorite character uh, would... I mean, it's hard. Um, I'd say the girl in the beginning who couldn't take off her goddamn overalls to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, you want to know what? It's like, that's not anyone's responsibility but you, honey. If you can't get them off, you go in your pants. <laughs> it's the way I learned how to pee. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As they look down, Tim's pants are just soaked. Soaked. <laughs> just constantly. <laughs> I still pee in my pants. Thank you very much. And I don't like cool. it. Call me Miles Davis. <laughs> yes, there we go. My favorite, I'm going to say the ferret. Yeah. Bold choice. And I was going to say Max once again. That could um, be our first uh, non-human favorite <laughs> character. Mm-hmm. Could be. Just very impressive. Unsung hero. He saved a lot of lives. And he also never bit any of the kids, but somehow he knew how to bit, bite the bad guy. Exactly. Yeah, Just he's in time. Ba- basically Thackeray Binks. <laughs> Except not annoying. And he just stays in his fucking lane. <laughs> yeah. And at least, I'm going to say Ponytail Crisp. I just didn't like the weird pedophile voice he just threw on once he kidnapped Dominic. We all didn't like that part. No. I think Tim liked it. I was at, yeah, I was actually consulted for the voice on it. <laughs> the director brought me in. <laughs> I was like, you're world famous, Tim, for this. Yes. You so was I a, came it's in. a one-year-old. You are world famous. I was world, fa- yep, a world famous, yep, <laughs> for a pedophile voice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tim's parents are like, I really don't want to bring him to this. Yeah. <laughs> this is not what we, this is not in our best interest of Tim. It's like, well, people are asking questions. <laughs> then I said, listen here, you bitch. You take me out there. <laughs> Apparently Tim was Mike Tyson as a one-year-old. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I took a lot of, I took on a lot of personality. This is trying, you know, still figuring out who I was when I was one. <laughs> but by God, a, you got cast in this movie, so you had your good goddamn job. Exactly. Listen, I was working from from the age of age of two months. All right, Mark Wahlberg was in this. What would you be confused about? So now, now hold on just a second. So you expect me to play a kindergartner that's also a cop? <laughs> okay, all right. It's gonna require all my acting skills, but I'm gonna fucking do it. You know what? The best I no, you probably. Uh, you know, I, I'm just. I, I was just gonna do Robert Kraft. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna stay. Step out of this one. So I just fumbled okay. over that. So. Probably really bringing the heat here at the end of the podcast. Say, Jesus Christ. I refuse. No one asked, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, who's your father and uh, what's, he, what's he do? <laughs> Wait, so you're telling me I get to fuck all these moms? <laughs> all these moms are going to want to fuck me, right? Just make sure they're all fucking hot. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg is just Mark Wahlberg would just be sitting outside the school on the end of every day, like saying, "Say hi to your mother for me." To every kid that came out, say hi to your mother for me. Say hi to your mother for me. Just staring into the sun. <laughs> I know you said this was in uh, this is in Oregon, but have you ever thought about shooting this in the dot? I'm just saying, I think it makes a lot more sense if I'm in Dorchester than than Astoria. Dinner at your house. No, no, no. We're going to my bu- we're going to my brothers. We're gonna have some wall burgers. Harris, <laughs> <laughs> eating a lot of that food. I don't see any wall burgers in the car. <laughs> How about you uh, wash that down with some of my vitamin water? Right. Hey, listen. Put on this vitamin water wall burgers hat. <laughs> it's called marketing. <laughs> Provocative. Yeah. Hey, this this kid just told me that boys have penises and girls have vaginas. This kid's real fucking smart. <laughs> so, just so IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes have their own rating system, we decided to make our own. So, guys, what would your score be for Kid in Garden Cap? I'm going to go and say that this is a 10 out of 10 uh, divorced housewife rebound fucks. Uh <laughs> Out of a hundred and sixty, um, out of a hundred and sixty, essentially dwarf principal punches. <laughs> it's complex. That was yeah. decipher that one. <laughs> I'm gonna give this um, two well well fastened buttons on that little girl's overalls. Over uh, the three million dollars that was or was not stolen, but something went wrong. Over, over, Ooh. over. Yeah, get, get ready for this ratio. A it's complex gonna, fraction. It's gonna, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say yeah. it's really gonna blow your mind slash be impossible. But um, <laughs> and over one very very fine collection of clothes by by Chris that involved too many geometric patterns from the nineties. I'll give this. Uh, two penis and vagina references out of uh, four dark kindergarten child death references. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give this ass and titties. Ass, ass and titties. <laughs> so that wraps up week four of our Arnie Movie Month. If you want to follow the show on social media, 
We have all the links at the bottom of the episode notes. Also, if you want to be part of the show, you can email us at tdbackrow at gmail.com. Thank you, and, Bill Dooley. Yes. <laughs> and um, I'll give a hint for next week's episode on Instagram. It's going to be our last episode. It's going to be quite the doozy. So until next time, remember... Wait, our last episode ever? Are we done with this? Yep, yep. We're just going to blow up the show. After yes. This. <laughs> just, yep. bl- just burn it down. <laughs> so until next time, remember, if you have a whistle, you can teach little kids to do anything. This is the FBI coming. Three, two, one. Last episode. (laughs) Last episode. Match is going balling out. Whoa, Nelly. Uh, (laughs) Literally anything. Preble, if you had a if you had a whistle and you could make kids do anything, what would you make them do? Uh-uh. Hey. I'd have them learn history. I'd have them read a read a book. Read a goddamn book. Tim, same question. <laughs> doop, 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 doop. This is when I just break my laptop over my knee. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. Well, I, do any, I, lost I would do anything that would not be incriminating against me and myself and others around me, is what I do. Wink. Wink. Oh, Wink. The, the other window just jumps out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, officer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Well, uh, so, Max, a uh, small confession to make. Mm, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually, it's actually not bad. Okay. My microphone... Uh, <laughs> Shit the bed mm. about an hour and a couple minutes into oh, it. God. Oh, no. But I was able, I noticed it, and I was able to start a second recording. So, Ooh, okay. And and I did not say anything in between the two recordings. So, <laughs> that's why Tim you, was so you silent. Have, you have no missing content. All right, cool. That, that works. <laughs> that's why the town took so long. That was a bitch. <laughs> Uh, that was funny. I've gotten to the bank scene. <laughs> Which one? Yeah, I was gonna say this is. I think it's the, the first one. That's like maybe ten minutes into the, the first yeah, one. Oh, you mean, yeah, the you start of the, the, start <laughs> the start of the movie, movie starts. <laughs> Paco's gotten to the first five minutes of it. <laughs> Paco didn't hear his voice, and he was just like immediately disinterested. <laughs> well, this isn't for me. Yeah, I guess I'm done here. This is going to be politically correct. What's the point of even listening? Boring. <laughs> and O'Hara is just like looking at him. It's like you're getting soft on me, aren't you? <laughs> no, I'm Women still weak stiff as legs. a surfboard. <laughs> hold on, guys. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. <laughs> oh God. Damn it. I'll have to send it to you guys. <laughs> uh, I, I, <laughs> Was he in the ocean? <laughs> <laughs> it was bad video quality. <laughs>